Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers to you, babe. Another lovely day, another lovely week, and we are here in Coffee Talk Studios. <laughs> doing my accent pretty good. Um, reason I'm doing my accent so beautifully is because we have a guest in Coffee Ooh. Talk Studios. Who happens I'm bloody babe. excited about this guest. Um, babe, you can't say bloody. Oh. Like in Europe, that's like a really bad word. Oh, it is? So, Vic, we're going to have to cut. Kidding! <laughs> we bloody will say whatever we bloody want to say. <laughs> hey, okay. The truth is, I didn't know if you were actually being honest. I got you good, really, right? Real good, babe. Oh man. Um, you know, the truth is, right now, my my coffee mug says "Life, Happiness, Coffee Helps." No, mine says. <laughs> who cares? Mine says. No, that was sorry. life happens. Coffee helps. How did you get That's that? Life happiness. <laughs> Okay, uh, cut that. Yeah. yeah we don't cut. Nope, we do not. Oh my God. I, I pledge to all listeners listening right now, we do not edit, which is going to be tough on this episode once you find out who our guest is, and we do not cut. Okay. Well, we should have cut that part, but we're not going to. Um, Our guest, I'm thrilled. It's taken us 70-something episodes to get him on. He's got a huge writer. His agents are just a bear yeah, to work it with. it was a thing. But man. it is so good to have, i like to welcome into Coffee Talk Studios for the very first time, my brother, Ben. Well, hello. Hey. I'm so glad to be here. Well, it's so glad to have you my, here. My uh, water is in a tepid 60 degrees. I wanted 61, but this will survive. You said tepid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, when you're in the industry, Billy... <laughs> Like you start doing that when you're in the industry, you learn big words like tepid and oh, I know big words like extravagant. That took a all minute. right. Hey okay. Ben, quick test, real quick. No. Um, the biggest word you know, I'll go with mine. Anthropomorphically, go animal. <laughs> you win. I, um, okay, animalology. <laughs> yes, Jen. Biggest word you know right now. Go. I, I don't have big words. Um, photosynthesis. Um, hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Fragilistic espialidocious. Oh, that's not fair. It's not a word. <laughs> Supercalifragilistic oh, okay, expialidocious. Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. Love that word. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. What, is, yeah. what does it mean? Onomatopoeia. It means um, when I don't got to do a two, I got an onomatopoeia. <laughs> you don't even know. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> I feel like I have a definition, but I'm not going to say it. I wish it. you could see Coffee Dog Studios right now because Ben and Jen are sharing a mic and they keep throwing it back and yeah, forth and it go. keeps fading. Yeah, this it's is like, what we do. So keeps- this is me. And this is me. I'm not on the mic right now. I'm on the mic right now. I'm on the mic right now. I'm not on the mic Okay. Exactly. Yo, you know what I'm super psyched about? Our live pop-up podcast happening this month, March 28th, on a Saturday at 4 p.m. I hope you can join us. We're going to be with our good friends at Five Stones Coffee at their Bellevue location. It's right next to Bellevue College. And we're going to be recording live so you can be a part of it. We're going to be interviewing people. We'd love to interview you. We'd love to hang with you before and after and just get really great coffee at a really great coffee shop. So I hope you can join us. Put it on your calendar. Saturday, March 28th, 4 p.m. It's going to be live. It's going to be free. And it's going to be lit. Can we do this? Ben, I'm thrilled about this. I, I want to apologize ahead of time. We will probably have to bleep some things. Ben has got a bit of a potty mouth. Yeah, can I ask, will I be the first person that have has cursed? Are you already planning on cursing? Well, no, I'm not planning, but it's pretty natural. 
Yeah. I'm just asking. Am I the first guest? Um, if you do drop a P-bomb, D-bomb, A-bomb. I don't know what it is. What's a P-bomb? Did I ever tell you when Serenity, my daughter Serenity was three years old. We were sitting in the couch. or She's four oh, years old. And she's like, she's like, Daddy, I know the worst curse word. I'm like, what? She's like, I know the worst curse word. And I'm like, and so I'm, like, I'm having a heart attack as a dad. I'm like, what do you mean? What, what is it? She's like, I can't say it. Like Serena, you can say it to dad. Where did you? And I'm thinking, like, where did she hear this? She's four years old, and oh, she's like, she's like, my heart is palpitating. Right yeah, now. she goes, she goes, I know the worst curse word, and I'm like, she's like, I can't say it. I'm like, oh, you can, dad. She's like, I can't. It's so bad. I'm like, okay, spell she it. Was so like disturbed. I, can you spell it? And she goes, yes. I'm like, okay. She goes like this, F. And I literally want to <laughs> die. And then she goes like this. I'm so excited. And she goes like this, N. T. <laughs> Then it dawns on me. She's got no idea. Oh, I know what she's talking. She's talking about. <laughs> she was just making up stuff, which was the greatest thing. Okay, Ben. Yeah. Um, if you curse, I forgive you. Thank you. Here's what you're great at. Um, interesting. He's great at impersonations and accents. And I would like to, before we get started on this coffee talk, have an accent off. Right. An accent off. Do I get to participate? Can you do accents, Ben? I'll try. Oh, okay. 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 I mean, it's always good. You know get... what? I'll stay in my lane. I'll let, I'll let you two just. Oh, I mean. Billy should stay in his lane, too. Oh, you should swap blood up. I do. <laughs> Very good. Is this an accent off or I'm accenting and you're just off rambling? <gasps> hey, man. I might be the first one to curse. Um, Ben, before yeah, we man. get into it. Okay. Common fact. You and I. Yes. Born on the exact same day. You're welcome. Happy birthday. Yeah. That was kind of a sucky birthday, bro. I'm well, going to tell you one why. word hurtful. Ow. <laughs> no, not because you came into existence, but 10 years to the day, 10 years, 11 minutes is Vic would want us to know you were born October 17th and I didn't get any gifts that year. They're like, you get a baby brother and you're welcome. Well, I, I mean, mean, it's been pretty good, but I did miss out on a football, probably a duffel bag. As a 10 year old. Not a kid. Listen, man, yeah. I'm sorry you didn't get your box of Twinkies, okay? Like, I tried my best. Well get ready to bleep, Vic. Get ready to bleep it. <laughs> All right, Ben. My goal is to make Billy, Billy curse. <laughs> you get me there. All right, accents. Right. I will start. <laughs> I'm going to go with a lo- lovely British accent right now. And I'm going to say, brother, I think that you are a good man most of the time. And I feel that you are... um buff in your mind you have a very muscular brain cavity all right your turn brain cavity yeah man what uh what accent will you high do? praise <laughs> yeah what accent will you do and what and go ahead okay um so i don't really do accents i do impersonations so <clears throat> can you hear it <clears throat> um, so professional thank you well you know when you're in the industry <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So my British accent is an impersonation of a guy named Gary Witherall. Is this a fictional character? No, he's a real person. Oh, yeah. How would we know him? You wouldn't. (laughs) 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 He was a guest speaker, teacher in college. And he's like, right, man, listen. Hey, right, listen. My name's Gary Witherall, and I'm here to teach you about religion. Right, so, hey, mate, listen, I know it's difficult to understand me right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who wins? Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Who wins? Wait, me first of all, oh, hands geez. down, Benjamin just won that round. Oh, actually, Gary won. <laughs> okay, let's go Scottish. I'm a Scottish brave man. I fought you like a Scot 
Foyt's Foyt's bears in the, in the forest. You do Scottish. Scottish? Yeah. All right, I'll do Scottish. Oh, gosh. Wait, listen, you've been talking about my brain cavity. <laughs> and that's not very nice. I know you Americans think you're top of the terror, but you need to calm down. <laughs> now, I'm about to go get me some haggis, and I'm going to chow down. You bloody. Go, no, God. No, almost cursed. Okay, bloody, that's Well, good. here, bloody here is not a curse. Bloody here just means bloody. Bloody here is a condition. If you want a curse word here. <laughs> oh, we're doing pretty good. We're at, what, are we 10 minutes into this? No, this okay. no, no. Okay, that was good. Okay, you, one more. Could you do a... Um, I defer to you. A cute little girl. Okay. Yeah, I'll do no, cute. I'll do, a ba- I'll do a baby boy. Baby boy. I, my, hi, my name my name is Billy. And I believe with what, with what I need to say That's to cool. you that... Oh my, what, what I wanted was my friends to come over and play with me, but they just they don't want to because they said that I was a, it was, it was silly. That's good. I don't think that's that bad. All right, I you think do. That's you. pretty good. Really good. Okay, man, you go. Okay, mine is based on my our nephew, my nephew. <laughs> like, I was trying to channel him too. So this is his name is Elijah. Is it? It's Elijah, right? Dear Lord. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad he's young enough to not know that sorry you Sorry to Christian and Travis that I don't know your children's names. Brother Bob. We, oh, Ben. I'm sorry. So, I got your name wrong. I'm entirely like dancing. Like, Mom, 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 I need some. I need some Neosporin. I cut myself on the playground and it hurts real bad. It's okay. It's fine. Everything's going to be okay. But I cut myself a little bit. Also, I tooted it. And I did not mean to toot, and it smells. And I know your eyes are watering, and I'm so Okay, so- mate, shut up. You win. Forget it. <laughs> so good. Oh, you got to beat your big brother. That is entertaining stuff, people. You actually really are good at the accents. Okay. Impersonations. Ben, let's start with the interview, ma'am. Okay. Um, we were raised with the same parents, um, which I love. Mom and dad are the best. Dad. Newsflash. Re- bow, bow, bow. We have the same parents. <laughs> God rest dad's soul. He's in heaven. Mom is still here with us. Love her so much. But we had a very different experience growing up. And maybe if yeah. you're out there, it was very different. First of all, you're 10 years after me. So I kind of felt and like, and I want to confront you with this on <laughs> air. I kind of felt like, I feel like it's keeping up with the Kardashians, which I've never watched. I want to confront you right now. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. Your experience with dad and mom was totally different from my experience with dad around because I feel like you, instead of having parents, had grandparents. And I'm I witnessed that. Truth. I witnessed that true? firsthand. Yes. It's yes. very true. I literally once said to dad, wow. I, I forget what I, you- I can't even right now. I just, <laughs> I was not prepared for this at all. <laughs> yeah. Hey Vic, could you be quiet? Thank you very much. I remember saying to dad, like dad, if I talk to you like that, you would have thrown me through the drywall. You would have beat me. And one night we actually had a conversation where I said that to dad and it came to a recollection a week later that dad actually, you came home and did something and he actually threw me through drywall. Dealt with you the way he would have dealt with me. Yeah. And you found out about that later and kind of ticked. Well, it's funny because I didn't know dad was so abusive to you and I'm sorry. <laughs> and I feel <laughs> yeah, and I feel like you should see, should see some counseling for that. He hit me because he loved me. Um, you know, they always <laughs> say never, they're worse with me. the first children and they apparently he beat you. And by the time he had me, he realized that's not correct. That's not the right way to parent. Um, yeah, I, I, could, I mean, first of all, first of all, let's get the record. Straight. For the record, he did beat us. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. He's not here. Mom's listening. <laughs> Mom is spanked. listening. Mom's like, don't say that. We got spanked. Ben got conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's real. Yeah. Okay. You were like For, best friends with that. I was best friends with dad. I was clearly his favorite. I'm, no, I'm, not, mom's, I'm not mom's favorite. I don't know who mom's favorite is. Vic? 
Probably. Jason. 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 Yeah. Jason. I, I was dad's favorite. But here's the thing. You guys would throw people in pools and break their legs, feed each other kidney blood, shoot each other with BB guns, shove each other through drywall, and I occasionally had sass. So... <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all true. So, Everything he just said is real. That was a picture of their childhood, complete. <laughs> so you were mad that I had sass, but if I'd like taken a plate and thrown it at Brit, I don't even know. Listen, <laughs> Are you all for clipped? It wasn't kidney blood, it was liver blood. And yes, oh, Jason made me drink bad. it. Yes. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think I remember the time that you told Dad that he was going to spank me. I was thinking yeah. about it. And <clears throat> we were in the room and he was going to spank me. And I'll, it's so vivid. Mom was on the bed watching television, eating popcorn, probably like Law and Order or Walker, Texas Stranger. Yeah. And dad's going to spank me. And I realize he's big. I'm small. He's slow. I'm fast. So I'm going to outrun him. You outran him. I started running around the room. Okay, if I had done that, Dad would have found an object and it hit me no, mid-run and knocked me off my feet. No, I think he was enjoying it. Like It was like a lion looking at a zebra with a limp. <laughs> right? And I literally was running. I remember looking at Mom and being like, why aren't you saving me? This man is going to beat me. Not beat me. And she's just there eating her popcorn, enjoying Law and she's Order. She's seen it a ton of times. Oh, you had, you had it coming, man. I you did. had it coming. I'm sure I had it coming. Okay, that wasn't the only time. Though. There were some times where dad got strict with you. Okay, all right. This story. Tell this one. Okay, this story is about to get, um, if there are any children, please step away from the podcast. <laughs> Little baby Johnny, time to go night-night. Yeah. If you talk like this, it's not for you to hear this. Okay, it's about- If you talk like this. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> right. It's about to get dark. <laughs> I, I am legitimately entertained right now, just so you know. Well, how could you not be? We're talking like this the whole time. Yeah, I'm going yeah, right, to I'm gonna ask for a hard stop on accents. Thank you. Hard you stop. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so I was actually, I was, I don't remember. I think I was like 12, 13, 14. So let's just give it that range. And I was actually uh, spending the night at your house in Georgia. True that. I was technically like a, a male nanny for you guys. Like I was um, a man. I thought it was more of like I was like a quintessential mentor in your life. I mean, you could look at it as the hired help, but I thought I was pouring into you in life, you know. You were definitely pouring something. <laughs> um, I can't say it was mentorship, You're but there so was porridge. <laughs> there was porridge? So I was asleep and um, I, Jen wakes me up. And Jen was up at probably like 5 a.m. cleaning and working and Always. doing her thing. Always. And I remember the story because I kind of remember hearing her opening, um, opening, picking up the phone and saying like, hey, Tom, that's our dad's name. He's asleep. Do you want me to have him call back? And he said, no, I want to talk to him right now. And when dad got that way, he had like a death in his voice. Oh, yeah. No, you want so, to talk to him so right now. Fear. Oh, man. So Jen wakes me up and she says, hey, Ben, it's your dad on the phone. He wants to talk to you. <clears throat> so, you know, I. I yeah, my, hey, dad, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to McDonald's? So I pick up the phone. I'm like, hey, dad, what's up? And I'm serious. There's silence. Well, that's not a good sign. No, he, he doesn't even have the respect to say hello. Oh, he's got respect. He just ain't <laughs> giving it to you. And there's a few moments of silence. And I'm like, is anyone here? And then he, he says, Benjamin, I found your backpack. And I know who your new God is new god and i was like um what and he's like we'll talk later click <laughs> i found your backpack 
and I know who your new God is. Yeah. Like, what was he talking about? Did you have Twinkies in there? <laughs> I did not. Was Sarah Lee? Was your heart pounding? Okay, yeah. First of all, I'm terrified. You backpack, you're like, what's oh, in yeah. the backpack? First of all, I was like, why did I leave my backpack in dad's car? Rookie mistake. Because you're 12. <laughs> yeah, right. Explain so, what's in the backpack. Okay, here's the thing. So there were two things in the backpack. I'm going to start off with the less explicit one first. Uh, like a week prior, me and a friend were asked to go see a movie and drop us off at the movie theater. And it was Star Wars, which is lame, unpopular opinion. Star Wars is stupid. Oh, man. I'm going to agree with you on that. Yeah, like Star Wars is we lame. Just lost a bu- we just lost a bunch of listeners, but bye. Yeah. <laughs> Find some good writers. Um, so we were dropped off at the theater. And at the time, Taco Bell had a, a promotion where they were selling Star Wars cups. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And I wanted to collect them all. You know, you're 12. You just don't know what you're doing. And one of them was Darth Maul. If you don't know Darth Maul, he's... Um, Who cares? Right. <laughs> but dad wouldn't let me get it right. because he looked like Satan. And I was like, how do you know it's Same reason he wouldn't let us talk to Santa because right. it was Satan, but just the words were jumbled, the letters. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't Smurfs even, I don't even know what to do right now. Jen is so engaged; she's looking at her phone right now. Yeah, she I checked out a so long engaging. time ago. Um, and he had red and black face paint, and he wa- had horns on his. So head. you no. bought a cup you shouldn't have bought. No, we walked from the theater two miles to a store to buy it, and I put that in the backpack. Yeah. Also, that's, that's your new god. That's also in the backpack were some um, odd fifty explicit pictures. Um, how do you say pornography? <laughs> how you say pornography? Oh my, yeah. so, oh my god! So you're telling me you had you had porn pictures that you I had did, and I printed, printed them off. You well, printed. Well, I you couldn't afford the, the, the I couldn't afford the magazines, but we had dial up and we had a print. Oh my god! Oh my god. I, I actually showed my friend, the friend that was with me. I showed him to him, and he looked at me like, "Dude, you're weird." <laughs> so dad found your porn portfolio, called yeah. you, and said. I found your new guy. Yeah, so you found my. I'm terrified because I know what he found. Oh, dude. You're so dead. we go to church that you're night. You're a dead man walking. I it's know over. this. It's yes. over. I go to church that night, Wednesday night, and I see him, and he's acting normal. <laughs> like nothing has happened. <laughs> hey, little buddy. Yeah. He's the straight mafia. Oh, so yeah. we're just talking, that whatever. And true. We're just talking. Everything's fine. It's great. Then, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. So we go to dinner that night, and I literally thought to myself, like, I can't afford dinner by myself. Like, is he going to pay for me? And we go to dinner. You didn't think he'd pay for you? I was your own father. Yeah, I know. I You're starting to get a glimpse of the dad I grew up with. Like, was, is he going to hug me or strangle me? Right. And it was a buffet, which is my favorite. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate up for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring that up in counseling later. That cut straight to the heart. And so that's it. We go home. Nothing. Next day, nothing. Next day, nothing. No way. No, I, I, nothing. I don't remember Everything's this. normal. It's fine. And I'm literally like, am I living in a- Got away world? with it. The third day. Dad's okay with me looking at the nude ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And they were all black and white, by the way. Back then, we didn't have color printers. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Go with what you got. <laughs> the third day, I show up. I walk home from school. I walk in, and I see mom on the bed. She's crying profusely oh that's not a good sign dude and dad's just standing there and he says ben come inside and i'm like oh here it is and he looks at me and he says why does everything happen in the bedroom 
That's a great question. It's also very mafia. Mm. He brings me he brings me inside and he says, Ben, I haven't dealt with this situation or punished you. Because if I had done it, it would have been because I was angry and hated what you've done. Oh Lord. <laughs> I'm literally having PTSD right now. Same. Right. Like, and he oh, says, man. He's like, but over the last three days, I've come to forgiven you. And now I can deal with you with what you did. <laughs> and now I will drop this. So then we walk outside. We walk outside. We're in the woods. There's a fire blazing. I'm not kidding. It is a blazing fire. <laughs> what? And my backpack. Were you in a cult? <laughs> this really yes, this, this really happened. We walk outside. The fire, it is a big fire. It's not like a tiny fire. It is like a huge fire. And my backpack's leaning against the tree. He's like, it's time for you to get rid of your new God. And I'm like, okay. So I, I like take my first initial, I, I take like a clump of pictures. And then he's like, no. One at a time. <laughs> is he like, and look at them intently before you throw them no, in the fire. He's on the side with a pocket knife carving a stick. No, he's not, yes, dude. Don't say I'm not like, real. He's carving a stick. So when it's my dad had such a flair for the dramatic, <laughs> but he was a great dad. He was a great dad. So after I've <laughs> 25 minutes, that's how many pictures I'm I throwing had. naked women in the fire. I Got it. Forgotten. He used to carve sticks all the time. Yeah, he did that for fun. That was like but his way of like. Case, like it was an intimidation factor. It was literally him de-stressing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he wasn't mad anymore. I think he was still mad. Um, <laughs> and this, I can't, I, visually, this is a podcast you can see, but it was a very large stick. After that, after I'm done with the pictures, he, dad typically was like bend over and his his rule was three. If you go four, you know you're getting six. Yeah, spank you on it the was, behind. It was in threes. Always on the behind. Okay, yeah, right. whatever you think about that. His is, method okay. was gone. I'm telling you, he just started swinging. And now you know. And I, I didn't bend. I, I didn't, he didn't tell me to bend over. It just was go. And I literally, he's just going, going. But I love ran my dad. And he tripped you and just no. The stick broke. The stick broke. Oh I swear God. to God. And then I was like, oh, it's over. He picked up the larger half of the stick and went to town. He really, he, he didn't like porn. Well, you learned your lesson, didn't you, little man? I did. So if I was a grandkid, that was a bad day. <laughs> bad three. That's when you became a son. Grandpa doesn't do that. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, let's get a little, let's take it a little more. I want to ask you this question. Um, <clears throat> Dad died when he was, what? I always think he was 53. Wait, Stop. Dad's dead? Oh my God. He was 56. I always say he's 53. He yeah, I think mom told me he's 56. I was, or he was almost 56. He's going to be 56. I don't know. Here's the thing. You were 16. I was. That hit you hard. I remember being 26. It hit me hard. Dad was bigger than life. Um, talk about that for a second because I didn't realize probably we were all kind of going through our own personal hell and you were a 16-year-old kid who lost your best friend. How? What was that like? How did you get through that to kind of take us there? Yeah. So dad, obviously, I was really, really close with dad. Um, I was homeschooled for a few years and every Wednesday was like dad's day. So we would go out, go to lunch. So it, it, it was really hard. The truth is, is honestly working through with counseling and seeing my counselor slash therapist, um, I realized there was a large period of my life where parents were involved with other things and mm -hmm. rightfully so, like not even angry. So mom, if you're listening to this, I love you. But like totally, my yeah. mom was in an accident when I was very young. Yeah. And it took her out for a couple of years. And, and that was on me. Yeah. And I crashed the car. And dad was, <laughs> we do. And dad rightfully so 
was taking care of mom. Right. So then it was kind of like my brothers and sisters had to step up and raise me. And they did a great job because I'm a great guy. Um, ladies. <laughs> it's always dirty when you say ladies. Um, and so there was that portion. And then dad got cancer. I don't remember the first time dad got cancer. I, I think I was 13. Yeah. So dad got cancer. And that was another period of time where mom was rightfully focusing on dad. No problem. And then he got it again. And went into remission. Went into remission. About a year. Yeah. And then the second time, I was like 15. Mm-hmm. And this time it was, it's not, he's not going to live. Yeah. And. Pancreatic cancer. Right. And so. 16 then, he dies. 16 he dies. And then at that point, mom's mourning and she should. And so I'm 16. And at this point, you're like a child, but you're a child who can do his own laundry, make his own meals, do like literally survive. Essentially, right. I can't pay for anything, but I can survive like whatever. So there was a large period of time where I didn't have like parental figures over me. And a lot a of us thinking like I remember you kind of explained to me like I'm 26. Jason would have been well, he's six years old. I mean, he'd have been 32. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Vic was we're all in our 20s and we're, you live with mom right. at the house. And we're all kind of just thinking. Ben's good, but you know, we're all kind of right. just, and we're all mourning. We're all going through, I went through nine months of literal personal hell. We all had our own stories. We can all go down that right. road, right? But in the meantime, here's a 16 year old kid who's kind of just like bending for himself emotionally, mentally. Like, how you doing, Ben? How you doing? I'm good. But when we were asking you how you were doing, I don't think we, we were, we didn't know how we were doing. Right. Yeah. And as, as I think as even as a 16 year old, most 16 year olds, you don't even know how to process these emotions that you're going through. Like I remember, right. You don't even know, like even being at 16, I don't even know if you can process death fully. Like you're still trying to figure things out. I mean, after dad died is when I had actually lost my virginity and slept with a girl. And did you do that out of spite? No, it wasn't out of spite. Um, I think on a real, like, subconscious deep level that I didn't understand I was reaching out for something and I didn't know how to reach out and I was I was scared and I wanted I wanted intimacy Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to figure it out and I remember actually like and it wound up being like a huge deal like oh my god Ben slept with a girl and it was bigger and there was the one guy that I met his name was Joseph he was a pastor evangelist type guy and he was like you slept with a girl I was like yeah yeah I did and he was like your dad died Two months prior, I was like, yeah, yeah, he did. He's like, I'm not surprised. Don't worry about it. And I remember thinking at that moment, like, oh, I he I, I recognized that I was re- kind of reacting to pain. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to react to pain. I didn't know yeah. what, what to do. And so that was just the 16-year-old thing to do. Um, and then you said, and I think this is huge, um, a lot of this, the things that kind of like, the things that you're realizing that you went through as a 16-year-old, you haven't actually come to grips with until now. You're 32. Totally. And that's because of? Counseling. And counseling. Therapy. Right? Like, Which yeah. If, someone, if they could see, in the, if, we, if you had videos right now, Ben is as tall as me, 6'1". We're both, you know, two, 250 plus. He's got a full beard. Like this, Golden locks you of wouldn't, hair. He's not the kind of guy that you would stereotypically be like, would go to counseling or would say, counseling is good but you would say that oh 100 percent, yeah like uh i would say i started doing counseling about two and a half years ago and up until that point i've never done it and i think counseling every you used to say you would never go to counseling. Yeah. right right because you know like it's, it's a typical male right yeah like oh i gotta be strong whatever get in touch with my emotions talk to my inner child yeah right. like it's just it. like yeah and i it's like 
innately subtly taught to us through culture like we don't even know like this toxic masculinity that's being taught to us and so i started going to counseling and it like changed my life and a lot of people will go to counseling when hits the fan oh there it is did it there it is it came out naturally though we'll bleep it go ahead yeah when when (laughs) hits the fan people they go to counseling they're like oh i'm gonna deal with it now but to me i'm like everyone should go to counseling right away and be preventative so when Mm. time comes you're you're already prepared. Like, you know, couples go to counseling when things are bad. Go when it's good. So yeah. when things get bad, you've already started well, learning. Well, you've already started talking. And so it's very preventative. Why do we work out? So we're healthy when we're older. It's preventative. Why do we eat healthy? It's preventative. So when we're older. Yeah, I love and that. And so that's how I see it's counseling. A great con- I love that so perspective awesome. on it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I think this has been great. Um, when dad died, mm. we were standing by the grave. You'll remember this. It was raining. We were in Georgia. And they're putting his casket into the ground. The, the the funeral was over and then the graveside ceremony was over. Someone had prayed, said a few prayers, Psalms 23, you know, your typical. And most people were kind of like either dispersing or talking away and you and I are standing by the grave just watching. And you ask me a question or you make a statement, really. Um, it's one that absolutely changed the course of my life. At first, for the next nine months, it put me in a personal faith crisis. And it, you, I mean, it wasn't your question. But You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. But it kind of summed up what this whole experience was. Um, we've done a podcast earlier. I mean, if you go to, I think it's podcast number three or four in Coffee Talk. It's called this, we named it after this question. I'm literally almost done writing a book, looking for a publisher. And the last chapter of this book is the title of this question. And you said- Do I get royalties for any of this? <laughs> no, man, because it put me through hell. Um, but- it's, here's what you said to me. You looked at me, you were 16 years old, through tears in your eyes. As dad's going into the grave, you say, explain this to me. Explain this to me. And I, I didn't have an explanation. Talk, what did you mean? Now we're 32 years later. Oh, we're actually 16 years later. Yeah, I've, I realized it recently that I've now had more years not having a dad Wow. That I did have a dad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What did, do you remember that? What did you mean? What was behind that question? I know what I thought was. Right. Yeah. I hate to do this and break down this spiritual and amazing moment that you had. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I was wondering how the levy system worked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you're lying. I was fascinated. I was fast. I was fascinated how the casket suddenly no, started were. to go down. And, and I'm all like, we're cosmic pawns in the chess and the game Trump of life. And playing in the background, and I'm thinking, do they keep his body in there the whole time? Stop. Explain ben, this. Ben, to you're me. lying, right? Uh, no, no, this. Oh God. Oh, you um, mean my whole life is on a lie? I've been trying no. to explain it to you. Um, <laughs> okay, I do remember I do remember asking the question. Explain this to me. Um I don't remember exactly why I You asked were 16, it. you right. were in shock. But I can tell you this. We had um we had believed for a miracle yeah. that dad would get healed. We had believed for even a crazier miracle that the possibility that he could come back from the dead. I mean, yeah. in our faith and what we believe, that's Just something that's for possible. It. Yeah, we went for it. And we went so hardcore. But at the time mentally and emotionally healthy would have been like but if it doesn't happen what do we do and we couldn't even we didn't even we wouldn't even we didn't entertain the the thought of what if it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. and i think we learned later with uh, friends that have passed away like okay if they do die it's okay 
Like right. we're going to survive. It's going to be okay. But at that point, we literally were so hell bent on this is going to happen. He's not going to die or he's going to come back from the dead and everything. And then as I'm seeing it, I mean, even at the funeral, man, like yeah. I remember hugging yeah. um, friends that were bawling. I'm like, you don't even know. You don't even know. Right. He's coming back. And so <laughs> as the casket's going down, it was kind of like, yeah, he's not coming back. The reality hit. The reality. And, you know, you, you were a mentor and you are a mentor. Like, and you're my big brother, you know? I'm and sorry. So I was, did we get that? Did we get that on recording? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, that was the moment. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm sitting there with you and we're looking down and I didn't understand. It yeah. didn't make any sense because I was like, okay, God's going to fix this. And it's like, mm, he's not fixing this. Wow. And I think the reason that question hit me so hard at 26 and still today was because I didn't understand. And I think, honestly, the key isn't to understand why. Right. The key is to understand who. And I think what we've learned over the years, and I, I, I know this is true for you and we've all been on our own journeys, is that... You know, obviously, if you listen to the podcast, you know we're people of faith. We we believe in something bigger than ourselves. That's something for us. I don't know what it is for you, but for us, it's God. And we have learned through life's trials and tribulations that God is good, even if the outcome doesn't seem good. Um, and I, I know we got to end, but let me ask you this: I've I can definitely, and we I've talked about this on podcast, so I won't do that. I've definitely learned and could say because of Dad's death, as traumatic as it was, there's been good that's come out of it. When you said that to me the first year, I'd have punched you in the throat and then kicked you in the head, right? Like it's so it was so patronizing. So like, violent. Yeah. <laughs> God works all things to good. <laughs> you know, God, Jason, um, calm down. Yeah. But it but I I definitely, I mean, yeah. I could say like would you say that that's been true for you? You don't have to. Have you seen good come out of that for you? Wow, bro. That's dead. That's <laughs> stop. I can't even wow. I didn't even know. <laughs> Look at you. Um no. Yeah, so like I, I really, it's really crazy. I think if you want to, if you want to, and you let it, time heals all wounds. I really believe that. There's still scars. Yeah. And you can look down and you can see like, oh, I remember when I got that scar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of good has come from. And can I just say, yeah, time does heal, but time doesn't remove the memories right. of the pain and the memories of what you did have. And I think that's the emotion that we relived throughout our entire life off and on. Yeah. But time does heal. And and it's been a beautiful picture sitting on the side watching your life unfold. It's really inspiring. I just wanted to jump in really quick and say yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, you know, I inspire people. <laughs> this guy. All, That's all more, bio. Yeah. Me inspire people. <laughs> it is, it is true. No, okay. Well we'll get back to it. But yeah, my yeah. favorite by bio is on Twitter. It's Conan O'Brien. And it says voice of the people, period. Sorry, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Lovely. but like if you if you have to be okay with it, you have to let time heal wounds, Jen. And I totally agree with you. And there's scars. And now it's so much has happened. Like, I don't know. Had I would I would I I'm stumbling. <laughs> stumbling Stanley. I got you. Are you gonna cry? Oh did God. I do it? You did it. I'm so I'm so verklempt. Um <laughs> Like what I've moved to Seattle, what I've taken the leap to come here and all these things and dad dying while very sad um, caused me to grow up very quickly at 16 year old, as 16, as a 16 year old, I had to grow up very, very quickly in the moment. I'm so upset and angry mm-hmm. now being 33, looking back, I'm like, man, I learned a lot that I, most 16 year olds don't get to learn. Yeah. And so, yeah, a lot of good has come from dad's death and I miss him. 
and I I hate that he died. I wish he was here. Yeah, but you're gonna make me cry. You know, <laughs> I, I I just want to jump in because I know you're bringing this to a close, and it's just yeah. a hot second. But I want to go back to one of the things he said, and and I think I'll keep saying this in this podcast throughout every episode to the day I die, is that you said something profound where. I, we need to go to counseling before we need it. Mm, preemptive. And preemptive. And you also have admitted as a 30-year-old man how it's impacted and changed the course of your life. Yeah. And if I can say, I mean, there's so much to take away from this podcast. The, the humor alone is just unbelievable in this episode. But but the fact that you can say that as a man, for a female to hear that, because it's such a, it's such a counseling in society is like, oh, a female's, like, it's not a big deal for a female to go, but for a man to go and admit that, hey, I want to go before even stuff is not well, is so inspiring to hear you say that. And so for all the listeners, can we just say, go to counseling, right? Go, go to, to counseling. Go to counseling. Totally. Do it at 100%. It's good for you. Yeah. Um, I have one that's good, recommended. You can call me if you want. My number is 770 Nine six four nine eight zero one. Who's is that? <laughs> <laughs> it is a It's dad's old work. <laughs> oh yeah, you're calling Gene Evans, Evans Ford. Ford. Yes. I literally that was drilled in my mind. Seven seven zero nine six four nine eight zero one. Give me a text, huh? I still remember that. Yeah. Well, ben. Gene Evans Ford. This is Irene. <laughs> I remember Irene. Yeah. Oh man, Irene, if you're listening, we love you. We love all the kids. Yeah. Trip down nostalgia. No. Trip down nostalgia. <laughs> Hey, man, you can shut up, all right? I'm the big brother. Um, ben, thank you. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I know it took us 70-something episodes to get you here. Yeah, that's um, a little... Um, I'm a little... <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm yeah. a little offended. I thought we were choosing, but we're not. Okay. Hey, man, don't rush the thing. I know you're in the industry, but we're in control here. Okay? You know, when you're a star... Hold on, let's... Uh, for misophonia fans. Hey, if you're listening, I hope that you... Um, I hope you laughed a little bit. I hope you heard... Yeah, I hope you heard a lot of what Ben was saying. And if you're out there... Tomorrow's a brighter day in the words of Tupac. If you can make it through tonight, tomorrow's a brighter day. So cheers. Cheers, Cheers, babe. babe. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers.